rumble of a V-twin. The singing of a highly tuned sport bike. The open road, miles of asphalt in this beautiful country as your playground. For over a century, motorcycle enthusiasts the world over have lived with the dream of cross-country trip. Stopping the gaze and taking the sights of the land you call home. Learning life lessons between truck stops. Eating at your favorite new side-of-the-road diner in some small town in the middle of nowhere. But what if we told you there was a time where it wasn't easy? A time where it was even considered dangerous? A time where it wasn't a freedom you possessed to ride the motorcycle you owned wherever you wanted in the country you called home. No, this isn't some communist far-off land, and no, it wasn't even that long ago. This was right here in the sometimes not-so-good old USA. Now, what if we told you there was a badass out in the world that decided to say, fuck that, I'm riding my bike. And what if we told you that badass was a black woman who defied, tore down, and rode over any hurdle and or speed bump with style. So kick back, relax, and let yourself chill. Today on Kickflips and Kickstands, we take you in a time machine, back to a time where our lane was a little more divided. Back to a time of the motorcycle queen of Miami. Bessie Stringfield. Right? That's dope. Right? Oh, see me flexing? Mm -hmm. Flexing in the intersection. Hello and welcome, everyone. Hello. Um, Yeah, that's something I cooked up for this episode. I was bored and wanted to do this one a little more justice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. This is Kate Flips and Kickstands. Mm-hmm. In front of me, I have Grace and Connor. It's so beautiful. Thank you. I am Danny, as always. Also beautiful. Thank you. Um, yeah. So we're continuing our. Are we one historical episode in? Right. We just did the flat track one the so flat far. Flat track, and yeah, I think so. I can. Conf- I can confirm. Hold on. Give me one. Is this one coming out next? After the other one we just did? No, no, this one's going to come out first. Okay, so then yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've done <laughs> one in our historical uh, series in season two. Mm-hmm. This will be the second one. Yep. Um, so, yeah, as the intro kind of set up for you, today we're talking about the motorcycle queen of Miami, uh, Bessie Stringfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be, a, I wouldn't say crazy. It's not crazy to me. This isn't going to be surprising to anyone. Right. You know? Um, so the only thing I, I'll say I was surprised about is that I hadn't been made aware of this before because it's a pretty amazing story and circumstance and it's, everything. It's highly known and it's not highly known. Right. Like Jay Leno fucking highlighted yeah. this. Like mm-hmm. it's it's in the you automotive and it. motorcycle world. Yeah. It's a thing that you'll find. But again, as if they were, as you'll if they learn, did it. Justice, I would say there needs to be a big movie about this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was saying, as you'll learn in throughout this episode, you know, some people in history didn't get the shine that they deserved. What? Yeah. So yeah. this is kind of, we wanted to give people some more shine. Yeah, 100%. Um, so let's get into a little bit about Bessie Stringfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so the strongest bullet point that she's known for is like... She was the first African American woman to ride a motorcycle cross country in nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. <laughs> yeah. And if you're like, okay, so what? I could do that. 
Yeah. And be like, okay, but think about it though. Yeah. Think about everything he just said. Yeah. And be that that's there's a lot to that. Yeah. So she was born and she's got a crazy story. It says she was born in Edenton, North Carolina. And then in the later years, she kind of crafted a new story about herself. Hmm. And there's like, there's a birth certificate and, but there's, I don't know. It's crazy. She kind of created a story about her being from Kingston, Jamaica. Um, And then an author that wrote a book about her, that this author wrote a book about like just female motorcycle riders in history. And she interviewed her for this book. She interviewed Bessie Stringfield and she told her story and was just like, she kind of admitted, she's like, I made up some things about my life. I'd like for you to tell my truth as a friend. And the author did. She was born in around, it's either 1911 or there was another birth certificate in March of 1911 or 1912 so it's like okay. she has, there's two stories but marginal difference yeah um but also back then you know it was all paper records in right. filing cabinets yeah so around the age of 16 she's gifted a indian scout a 1928 indian scout at what age you said age of 16 damn so she's 16 years old doesn't know how to ride a motorcycle uh is gifted one by her adopted mother mm-hmm. um, it was just a wasn't she like an irish lady mm-hmm. yeah yeah adopted by an irish lady strange circumstance it's everything i think and i think that's kind of why she like maybe changed some of her history she had like right some some troubling parental like she was orphaned young or she was orphaned at five um as the story goes you know like that in all respects to her like however she wants the story to be told that's how it needs to be told Mm -hmm. but she had some some parental issues with losing her parents and then getting adopted. Like that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And also to be a person of color in the time that you're in, it's also crazy. Yeah. So yeah, she's gifted the bike at 16 years old, doesn't know how to ride, teaches herself how to ride. And by fucking 19, so this is 1928 and she's accredited for her first cross crunchy trip, which I think she hit all 48 States Mm -hmm. In 1930, so two years later, I think she was on the tail. She was 19 years old, 16 when she got the bike, 19 when she did her first cross-country trip. In 1930, as a black, not even woman, like fucking teenager. Yeah. Think about. Well, as yeah, as a teenager, as um, women weren't generally going out without a man. Yeah. (laughs) Then. um, And then being black. Yeah, this is like Jim Crow era, which... I don't have to look up and explain to you. I hope I don't have to look up and explain to anyone what the Jim Crow era was. But basically, the long and short of it was it wasn't good to be not white during these times. So, let alone. And so, I just went to Marfa, Texas, um, six and a half hours through the deserts of West Texas. Yeah. I was in a Jeep Renegade. Mm -hmm. I am a white male. And it is the year 2021. Sure. I was nervous driving out there because I was like, any, I mean, you can one, get away with anything out here. Oh, yeah. And if you can this dump be a, some bodies, a bad place to break down, not yeah. a lot of services and stuff. She was a black lady going through all of the states on the main continent and the southern ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of them are gnarlier than others for sure. Yeah. Uh, at 19. And it seemingly kind of be just because that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. There was, uh, heard something when i was looking into this that uh she would flip a coin 
Yeah, wherever it landed on the map is where she would ride to. Which is already a testament to what kind of person we're talking about. Yeah. Because that's a free spirit. Yeah. By def like, you don't get more of a free spirit than that. It was punk rock before punk rock existed. Yeah, that's what I I don't think should be understated with hers. Yeah. This was very, this was... 30s punk bro <laughs> have you ever heard of 30s punk <laughs> yeah. yeah oh any bands no it's just this uh black lady yeah. we don't know where she's from because she made up her own story mm-hmm. and she rode her motorcycle wherever the fuck she wanted yep. i'm like oh cool yeah yeah i want to know about more about that <laughs> um yeah she would flip a coin she would so again it's going to be a reoccurring theme she couldn't get a hotel room in yeah. a lot of places so it, oftentimes she would sleep on her bike at gas stations. Which, like she would put her jacket on the handlebars as a pillow, lay across the top of the bike. You've seen, I mean, if you've been to Marfa, Texas or anywhere mm-hmm. else, you'd, you've seen anyone laying on their chopper that way. <laughs> he was riding, I mean, she was riding Indians and old Harleys of yeah. the time. So a lot of the bikes that get built these days are built to mimic bikes from like that, mm-hmm. those other eras. So she was riding these things fucking everywhere, sleeping on top of them when she couldn't find a hotel. She would like befriend other black families riding through mm-hmm. towns and stay with them. Um, she had to be, if you don't know what the green book is, I can only imagine she was using the green book. Yeah. The green book's a, um, a book that was put together by um, an author. Fuck. I'm not, I can't, I'm blanking on the name. I have to look that up because I'm not going to not shout that out. Um, but anyways, the green book was a book put together by someone who was a person of color, a black man. And it was basically a fucking the, if you want to get into the Harry Potter of it, it was the, the map of where to go. Yeah. It told you where it was safe to be. I'm Marauder's map. Immediately. I'm apologizing for comparing the green book (laughs) to the Marauder's map, but you know what I'm trying to say, my Harry Potter nerds, uh, it, it, basically was a book it wasn't basically it was a book that would tell you where it was safe to be where it wasn't safe to be after 7 p.m there were some towns in this country that after us after the sun went down yeah it was especially more dangerous for black people because it it was basically like the purge maybe i'm bastardizing that but it was like hey and you know it was all sundown towns yeah like that those fucking still exist by the way um and fucking uh by the way this was all within your if you're listening to this probably your grandparents lifetime so yeah it wasn't that fucking long ago Mm -hmm. and she's traveling around the fucking country Mm -hmm. sleeping at filling stations she starts doing tricks like she starts performing at circuses doing like motorcycle maneuvers and all kinds of shit to just make money like she's basically riding her bike around the country performing at circuses again just being a free spirit like this i need some money i'll fucking go do some advanced fucking motorcycle maneuvers in a fucking dirt field for someone something i was listening to about that I, I couldn't, I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. So I can't confirm the validity of this, but I, I'm told there's a picture out there of her in the circle of death thing. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Where, I wouldn't put it past her. Cause like basically if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a, uh, spherical cage where the motorcyclist is inside just looping around and doing craziness. Mm-hmm. The, what I heard, it, this was in a, a podcast, but, um, she had a was doing it with a sidecar that had a lion in it. Oh fuck! <laughs> and they said that was a picture that they saw and how amazing it was. I tried to look it up and couldn't find it, so 
purely spec speculative, but uh, also wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, the just to get back real quick, the Green Book. Uh, it was titled the Negro Motorist Green Book, and it mm-hmm. was that book. And if you're traveling in the United States at a certain time in history, and we're African American, it was just telling you this is how to be as safe as possible. Yeah. Um, the author was Victor Hugo Green, and it's so that uh, series on HBO, um, uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft yeah. Country. It's about well, this mm-hmm. peaks its head; it like dips into history around these times. There's a cameo yeah in that show yeah. and i thought it was the raddest thing because i wasn't i did more research on this subject for this episode mm-hmm. i was familiar with her story not as familiar and when that popped up when we were we we're like watching it as they were coming out and it's like fucking three seconds she rides by on a blue like fucking fl head harley it's yeah. an amazing scene and i like fucking lit up and i like tapped heather on the shoulder i was like oh my god oh my god i was like fucking freaking it out and I, so that was kind of back then I think we were like starting this. I was like, if we ever do anything like that, mm-hmm. fucking for sure, I gotta yeah. do that because that was red. So she's fucking doing circus tricks for money, and then she becomes a courier for the United States Army. Yeah, she in rides, World War II, right? Yeah, World yeah. War II courier carrying documents around for the armed services, yeah. which is just another fucking Punch amazing on her part. But then to come home and deal with the shit that she was yeah, dealing with, like so ridiculous. Yeah. She was punching Nazi fucks before it was even cool. Yeah. And I think she made like eight cross-country trips in her time. That's wild. I, That's I, a lot. Just it, even now. For yeah. Any reason. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like that's some fucking miles. Yeah. That if, you know, traveling is what makes you the most cultured, like mm-hmm. I would only imagine that if someone's traveled the country eight times, <laughs> like that's pretty, they're pretty fucking in tune yeah. with how things should be are in certain places yep. shouldn't be later on in life after you know a few failed marriages mm-hmm. she, i think she was married like six times yeah um she kept third or fourth husband's third, last name think, yeah um she settled in the 50s in miami florida so she moves to miami after you know an incredible life to kind of settle i think she becomes like a registered nurse yeah mm-hmm. she was a nurse um she started a motorcycle club. She founded the Iron Horse Motorcycle Club, a little run-in with the law. Um, not really like negative. Well, it was negative. They basically told her that she couldn't, she couldn't get her motorcycle license in Miami because they didn't want a black woman riding the, her motorcycle. She spoke to the police chief and the police chief was like, come to this parking lot and do all these crazy fucking like she, they ran her through a drill. Right. Uh, she passes a drill, and from that day forward, like she never had. She was getting shit from law enforcement for just living there, riding her bike. Couldn't get her license. Basically, challenged them. Was like, no, fuck you. I'm a good rider. Police chief, prove yeah, it. Prove it yeah. yeah, took her to a parking lot. Probably threw all kinds of and fucking crazy movers at her because <laughs> she had been performing in circuses. Like yeah. this dude didn't know she did that fucking. She did flat track. Didn't she, she yeah, she raced in flat track. Yeah, she. She competed in some flat track races and couldn't get the prize money because when she had her helmet on and she was riding, it was fine. But then she would win and they would find out that she was a woman and not give her the prizes. Dude, how bitch do you have to be to be the rest of those dudes? Yeah. No, she can't win. Yeah, no. It's not fair. <laughs> Dude, you lost, bro. Pretty fucking wild shit. Yeah. I just, I I think back to to myself with all the advantages that I've had mm-hmm. at 19 
I would I in today's day and age, considering who I am and stuff, I, I wouldn't drive across the country because I'd be like, <laughs> "What if something happens? <laughs> what, if <I> get, <laughs> what if I get a what flat if, tire? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can't drive the rest on that donut. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, I don't even. <clears throat> there's there's not even words to describe like the ten- tenacity. That, mm-hmm. uh, I guess tenacity is a good word for to describe Bessie Stringfield. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't sleep on top of my bike at a gas station uh, right now, now. Yeah. <laughs> nope. that's a bad idea for anyone and, yeah. and it's, it's what if there's a homeless person <laughs> you keep going like well y- y- she didn't necessarily even have a mission that you could pass it off pass it off on like well she was just goal oriented it's like no she was literally kind of living in the moment yeah I doing exactly what she wanted to do yeah i don't think that she knew what like the stamp that she was making in right. history yeah, well, I don't think she was doing this for she, notoriety. Yeah, there's yeah. no possible way. It's like when you look at musicians and like, do you think fucking? Did you think All Star was going to be a smash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> do you think that you're going to be a uh, like an inspiration for women or even people of color? Like, she didn't know. Right. She, all she knew was that she wanted to ride her bike, and she didn't agree with what was fucking going on, mm-hmm. and that's why she rode her bike. I bet if she lived in now times, she would skate. Probably. Is that the same mentality? I bet if she lived in no time, she would ride a motorcycle. I bet she would. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got a little... She lived she, in her times, which were very disadvantaged, disadvantageous and did it to riding ways. a motorcycle yeah. for her. Fucking did that, anyway. Yeah. And did it really gnarly. It would be one thing if she just like, I just like riding around my town. Yeah, I ride around some fields. She's like, like flipping a nickel and it's laying on Alabama. She's like, yeah, let's do it. That's where I'm going. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh... <laughs> Her Irish mom was like, Bessie, I don't yeah. know about the Alabama trip. <laughs> I would like, only like you to not go to the South. Fucking yeah, like, watch me. I'm going to yeah. go to every state yeah. for the most part. And then I'm going to move to Florida mm-hmm. in the South. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge the police there. Mm-hmm. And also serve in the military and also be a nurse because I'm fucking BAMP. I don't know. I can't say enough yeah. about this. It needs to be a movie. It needs to be like 17 more books. I'm sure we didn't do it justice. Sure. I mean, but I mean, like, even when you told me about it, I was like, okay, she rode across the country. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And, just, and But then when you actually look into, like, her as a person. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> that's a an uncommon, uncommon courage. Yeah. That it was like, I don't even know. I can't yeah. fathom that fucking. Who, um, she, all of the r- racist and sexist hate she was getting, she kind of made an embarrassment. It's not. It's it's one thing to defy it, but it's another thing to make a mockery of it. Yeah, by being so badass. Yeah, that it's like, <laughs> and it sounds silly saying that she can't do anything. Yeah, and look, she's doing stuff that's gnarly for you too. Yeah, you know and from what I read and like the videos I watched, people who either knew her or like you know what I'm saying, she wasn't really doing it. She was doing it in defiance, but the defiance came from it didn't come from like because she wanted to do it. Yeah, it was a byproduct. I only can imagine she was, I hope that she was just so confused by the thought of that she couldn't do this. She's like, what are you fucking talking about? She's like, I can do this. I can do it really well. I taught myself how to do it. I did it in your military. Like, I did it for fucking money. Yeah. Like, I I have done everything. Yeah. I taught myself. I did it as a profession. And then I did it I in all service. Your and, flat and then I came back and did it as a profession again. I started a club. Everything that I need to do. To ride a motorcycle, I've done well, better than most. So I'm going to continue to do it. Uh, Fuck you. They're all like, yeah, I still don't like it. Yeah, (laughs) but you're different. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's like, oh, I can't do this? Explain me doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then tell me how I do it better. Yeah. If you want to get patriotic, I mean, that's this is the most American story in all of the ways, positive and negative, that yeah. you, can, you can tell. It's, it's the... Uh, if you follow, the, and especially if you follow, like, the Jamaican birth, mm-hmm. she... Yeah. Born in Jamaica, brought to Boston, mm-hmm. like migrated to this country to to an irish lady who wasn't probably also wasn't in a well she was in a better but not in a great position anyway sure yeah you know what i mean yeah used to be o'connor yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah came to this country for a better opportunity mm-hmm. at 16 found it wanted a motorcycle <laughs> yeah like found that. it pursued it and fucking accomplished it yeah like literally that's the american dream yeah bessie Stringfold, american hero like more applicable that American hero shit gets attached to like loosey goosey yeah. nowadays sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think you have a better definition of it. <laughs> I mean, literally like veteran, uh, fine <laughs> social norms, like yeah. everything. That's a, that's a real trendsetter. Like that's fucking a blooded patriot right there. Yeah. And she loved Harley Davidson's like said that bada bing, bada I think there's a quote where she said that Harley Davidson's are the only motorcycle to her. She had a few, yeah. throughout her lifetime right oh yeah it started off indian and then it went to harley yeah i think she primarily stuck with harley after that but mm-hmm. it started yeah it started on indian and i mean i'm sure she rode any bike she ever wanted but yeah again fucking as american as fucking it can be apple pie which i don't even think that's american <laughs> um, but yeah fucking riding harley's mm-hmm. Until the fucking day that she died. Mm-hmm. Which was like 90s, right? 93. Yeah. She was inducted into the Motorcycle Hall of Fame in 1990. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So Just she's in time. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched that Jay Leno thing. He actually, he did a pretty good job. The Leno's Garage. Yeah. yeah. I like that he mentioned that the they now. were inducted together. Yeah. And that he, he was what? like, she was way more deserving. He's <laughs> like, I'm just a fucking a, a objectively funny guy who rides motorcycles. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of money. And she deserves this yeah and there's uh, he showcased um there's a a group group of black women uh, basically a motorcycle club yeah that goes and they do, do. They do cross-country rides yeah they yeah. do and it, uh, with rides like that like there's the core group that will do the whole right. ride and, and then, then people people on. Yeah, yeah they come in and out for like legs of it but they have, like, yeah hundreds of people though yeah and all from her from her yeah. fucking life story yeah she created a whole culture that's dope so look into it can't say enough how everyone should just fucking get out there and like research these things mm-hmm. like look into this story there's so many other stories because it would be a rad movie and it's not ever going to be a movie unless like it's it's chronicled in books and fucking they made they made twilight <laughs> they made that movie you know what i mean because those yeah. books sold really well you know what i mean yeah they made harry potter fiction. because the book sold very well mm-hmm. like if you can make a book sell well we can get a movie about it yeah so everyone all 78 people that listen to this podcast that we've retained, go buy that book. Yeah. Don't even read it. Just fucking buy the book yeah. and get around to reading it. You should read it. But I'm saying mm-hmm. support it so that Fuck yeah. these stories can be fucking a little more it's loud. Pretty worthy of being shared, that story. Yeah. I think easily. I would fucking tune in weekly to a HBO series about that. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, drop a follow engage with our content um yeah thanks yeah make sure you go follow us at instagram kickflipsandkickstands.com and anywhere that you find podcasts <laughs>